BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to Devon Dragon Radio. I'm your host, Emma Ruschak. I'm here with a special guest from across the pond. And a little bit in between... Um, Lucy Chow, welcome. Hi, yeah, nice to be on the show. Now you do a little bit of everything, just going through some of your profile. You've been TV show host, you've traveled, you do investing, and you're a businesswoman. Yes, that, that's that's correct, and and most recently an author. Like I said, you do a little <laughs> bit about everything. But where did you begin and what led you into the book? Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to go f- super far back, but essentially I'm Canadian. And uh, my husband and I have been expats for quite a long time. So we've uh, been fortunate to work around the world. And most recently, well, I guess not that recent, but we've been in Dubai for 16 years. And, you know, the what people know about Dubai is that um, there's lots of opportunities. There's been a huge amount of growth. The nation's only a little bit more than 50 years old. So we've been here for about a quarter of its life. And so I started long time ago in uh, as an angel, really focused on the startup ecosystem before the government started focusing on it. And so I guess I've kind of, you know, my journey and my career is kind of you know, the trajectory has followed that path of the nation. So, you know, fast forward to today, you know, we're a huge hub for for many things, but definitely uh, there's a huge emphasis on the startup side of things and entrepreneurship. And we have a a 16-year-old, actually he's 17 now. And so, you know, Max started at a young age being a gamer um, and I guess I just wanted to understand his world more. And I, and like any business person, I was also very curious about the sector, uh, the esports and gaming sector. So I went to conferences, and it was at the same time that I was going to these conferences that friends were also looking in the space, starting companies in the space. And I guess I just realized one day that there was just so much to this industry uh, beyond what we we understand. And I felt that there was so much applicability to the business world, to the investing world, to education, uh, uh, to, to all of us, actually, whether we realized it or not. So essentially, the book is a replication of, you know, thought leaders from all over the world. And, and they are, there's 38 contributing authors. 
And it's essentially, you know, twofold. The, the, the goal is twofold. One is obviously the content of each chapter. And then the other is to look at the bio of the individual that has written the chapter. And then you, you, you're going to find all sorts of disciplines and individuals. And you'll be like, well, now how did this, this person that has a PhD in geography get tapped by Microsoft to lead a gaming division, for instance? Yeah, it's very interesting how eGames is right now because my daughter, when she graduated high school, she got a Letterman's letter. Oh, that's awesome. In the US, that's really big for esports. Yes. And it's like, Um, I wish I had that when I was in school because I was big on gaming as a teenager. Okay, so two things on what you just brought up. So lots of people don't realize that 45 to 48% of gamers are girls and women. That's a huge statistic. We, we just think, lots of people think it's just mainly predominantly males. Uh, and the other is that, yeah, it's a legit, it's a legit sport. So you do get Letterman jackets and you do, you do get scholarships to university for being at a very high level in esports and gaming. And, you know, I always also say that many, uh, many kids that are gamers are also athletes in in other parts of their lives. So, you know, just because you're a gamer doesn't mean it's not mutually exclusive. You you know, you can also be really, really good as a soccer player, for instance. Right. Well, she was she was not a physical person. So other sports is not her, but she was really good in esports. And being in math and science, that right there pulled her in. Yeah. And so, Melissa, you probably know from knowing your daughter. So it's a fact that young adults, people that play games, watch esports, they tend to, first of all, they tend to be, uh, they tend to be more intelligent. Mm -hmm. They also tend to gear towards careers in higher paying fields like like STEM careers. There's just so, so part of the book was also to take away some of the stigma from gaming and esports and to shine a light on really, frankly, all the positives that one gets out of um, being either a casual gamer or, or you know, a, a gamer if you're lucky enough to be paid for it. Exactly. There's so much from the 80s to now that is a stereotype. If you're sitting at home playing video games all day, you're a loser. Well, no, a lot of people are very intelligent playing video games. And it's either our way to shut off our minds or we're trying to work on a different problem. And playing a video game is actually simulating something else on a different aspect. No, it's so it's so fabulous. Uh, yes, everything from you know, there's studies. I made sure that you know, obviously, that there were psychologists that wrote in the book, and they can obviously explain it much better than I as to all the 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 mm-hmm. positive skill sets, teamwork, leadership, and so forth. And then also games, like what you just said. For you know, we understand we know about first-person shooter games, but there's so many genres of games, like there's so many genres of books. So for instance, the whole ambient games. Uh, so so people do play games just to relax or like SimCity, you know, mm-hmm. is, is to relax. Um, and it does trigger neural connections 
that not, not, we can't get through doing other activity. Exactly. I don't know how many times as a business person, I'm working on a problem. I get frustrated, go to a video game, completely different from what I'm working on and come back with a solution to whatever the problem is. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And, and, and so I also find, and I also say that for parents, um, you know, if they can play games along with their kids, then just, just like watching TV with your kids or anything so that you can discuss it together is something that connects, you know, the, it, it just, um, you know, just kind of brings another level to the relationship. Mm -hmm. Then it gives you an insight into their world. Um, but was. I also like to use. Yeah. When she, 2020 is when she started esports. you know, that's the only thing in school sports related that wasn't shut down. Right. So I get to attend all her sporting events and I get to play with her offline off the server but the same game so she's learning from me how to play the game I love it I I, I how old is your daughter she's 20 now oh that's amazing yeah no, no I, I I love that um yeah so very similar uh yeah my son uh, started an esports club um, and now it's a it's an activity of, you know embedded in the school, but a lot of it happened during COVID. Yeah, precisely for the reasons you mentioned, they they were all online, so it was one thing that actually brought kids together remotely. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a wonderful time for gaming because we got to be together without being together. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, the book is separated into different sections. Mm -hmm. So there's a whole section about women in games. There's a whole section about education and games and investing in, in this field. And, and what all, what's also important is for businesses to understand, you know, what we call non-endemic brands. So brands that you wouldn't ever associate with games, why it might be something they should look at, um, is tapping uh, another demographic and as you know uh, the viewership um, the engagement in esports is larger than that of the music industry the film industry and the sports industry put together and if that's the case why why as a business person shouldn't we look at this industry a little bit more well me okay as a publisher i look at it a huge opportunity i have a lot of books Books can be adapted to film. It can be adapted to game very easily. We see this with Harry Potter. We've seen it with Star Wars, Marvel, and a lot of other things. This is something that can be paired very, very easily. And luckily, I have a business partner that's a tech major. <laughs> yes, that's that's the fabulous. Um, you know, that is one absolutely fabulous way of monetizing. Right. Another way of monetizing um, a book or a story. And so, again, you've just also pointed out that there is a huge creative aspect to the gaming world. And if there, you know, the, the careers just in that field or that section alone where it uses creativity, um, it, yeah, there, there's so many, there's so many careers. Um, so, it's wonderful that people can marry. Like if you're a singer or you're an artist or you record music, well, people can sell all of that into, into games. No, it's not only that. You can 
bring your avatar and people can play as you if you're an artist. You can also take games and turn it into a teaching event like they do with a certain e-learning. So you're yeah. learning through the games and not yeah. just learning from a teacher talking to you. Yeah. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This really, yeah, it really helps with the autistic children to have that outlet. So I, I'm so happy you brought that up also, because in June of 2020, the um, FDA approved, and you probably know this because you know so much about this industry, they approved the first video game um, to treat um, ADHD, which is phenomenal, right? It Rather is. than pumping your kid full of drugs, right? It is phen phenomenal that, that they can... Um, be engaged and they're having fun um, and it, it's, it's controlling um, yeah and yeah they're when my daughter's smaller we had it was called time for learning is the certified learning program that is geared for autistic ADD ADHD not neural normal children it's video games teaching your child whatever subject it is yes uh, I love that and, and so, and again, that's a whole other field where mm -hmm. games are being used in so many positive ways. So I call it uh, games for good. Mm -hmm. I, I call it, um, uh, you know, especially in, in uh, lesser developed countries, uh, girls are being taught uh, things about menstruation. Um, uh, women are being taught about birthing and sex education all through games um, and some like really important subjects. Um, and, you know, again, like there's so many games for good that are being created out there. It was, it's a wonderful time right now because there's a lot of education that's being passed neurally through the yeah. internet and that we didn't have 20, 30, 40 years ago. Yeah. We didn't have the ability until the internet to say, here's the information. We can break down the language barrier because you don't need to talk. You just need to watch. Yeah. 
No, that, that's a good point. And as you know, everyone learns differently. Mm-hmm. And education, as you know, is one of the, you know, uh, most antiquated um, and hardest sectors to move. And we still are taught, like, sitting in desks and not not everyone um not, i would argue most kids don't probably prefer to learn that way so um if we can bring in these tools into the classroom and that is that is happening but i lo- i love to see more of that um and and that's why you know really applying more of gamification into education and making it interesting and engaging, because I think at the end of the day, every teacher just wants their, their students to be engaged. And, and if you can make it playful and you know students are learning at the same time and there's tools to do that, um, I, I don't see why, you know, why we wouldn't be open to yeah, gamifying, gamifying more. You can take, we're here in the US, so you take Gettysburg, the battle is Gettysburg. There's actual games out there that simulate the Battle of Gettysburg, why can't we put that into the classroom? Now the kids are interacting and seeing firsthand, quote unquote, what actually happened instead of reading a textbook. I'll tell you, I love history. I hated reading it in school. (laughs) No, that's fabulous. That's a great, uh, that's a, a prime example of, yes, making some something interesting. And, and similarly, games that can take you to other countries and cities in the world, right? Mm-hmm. So not all of us, unfortunately, have the ability to, to go on a week without walls or, or have that sort of, um, you know, firsthand experience going to another country. But, if, but through games, you, you can teach about a city and a, and a country halfway around the world. If you're learning a different language, you have programs not only to teach you, but you can immerse yourself in that world. They're there. This is the future that we're going to. Yeah. No, and, and Melissa, one of the things I love is that uh, kids can actually and do tend to be able to learn other second languages when they're playing with gamers from other countries. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, again, one of the positives of, of playing um, because, yeah, like if they're doing call outs or whatever, um, they're, they're using their own language. So you can actually pick up another language um, simply by, by playing uh, video games. You really can. You can pick up the language. You can pick up the culture. You can pick up just about anything. My daughter is a foodie, so she's picking up a lot of different foods that we don't have here from different countries. She's like, mom, we have to go there because I want to try. Okay. Is there a place here that can make that? No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They said your, your daughter, my son's sound very similar. Max, Max is also a big foodie. Um, And, and again, when we talked earlier about um, sort of ambient games or just, you know, just slower idle games, that's Mm -hmm. the category. Um, I'm sure she enjoyed like games that, you know, where you made pizzas or, you know, I, and it's, it's just, it's just, again, you know, something for the brain to keep it mm-hmm. active, but it's, it's, and it takes you away from your day-to-day, you know, stress. She's actually learning to cook by watching and playing video games, which to me is a little scary because I grew up in the kitchen, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, as long as you're not burning the house down, learning right. how I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> awesome. 
Yeah. So there's a lot of growth here and there's a lot of businesses that are being brought up right now. Yeah. DOA is one of those sectors that's being brought up and is a lot because of the social influence, the academics and the internet. Mm -hmm. And so, sorry, are you talking about like metaverse? Mm -hmm. And yes, um, you know, uh, so if you think about the four biggest metaverses in the world, it's Decentraland, Sandbox, Roblox, and Fortnite. And so two of those are games. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, they, I mean, the, the, it's a natural progression, as, as you say, um, for, for, for games to be moving in, into that that space and there's another one coming up that's going to be ready to release in a few days that i have information on but i'm like oh this is going to be huge when it drops because it's actually you're buying real estate you're playing a game but you're actually in a city right okay and it's going to drop in the next few days mm -hmm. okay that sounds exciting that sounds yeah, exciting. so I'm, I'm very excited for this. And then it takes you to the other parts of their tech company. So there's the social media part that's being put, up, put in, the television part that's being brought in, and the, like, yeah, there's a lot of different working parts on this new platform that's getting ready to drop. Okay, I'm, I'll keep an eye out. That sounds, a, that sounds amazing. Yeah. It was with one of my business partner's pet projects. And he's like, we're going to do a soft launch in February. And I'm like, oh, you, you know, I'm there. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm getting, you're lucky. I'm just thinking, yeah, you're like, okay, can I beta test it? That's great. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm excited because it's going to be right there between Fortnite and, the, uh, and Sandbox because it's merging the two basically. Right. Yeah, agree. Yeah, I mean, you know, this, um, I mean, there's still a lot to be done in the metaverse. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of gamers, uh, and people in this industry, again, I'm, I'm not the subject matter expert, but there's a lot of subject matter experts mm -hmm. that are saying there's more to be done. Because right now, the, the, the games that are in the metaverse are not engaging, and they're not fun. And yes. if, if, if there's no utility for the player, if it's not fun, they're, they're not going to go there. So I think if you look at it positively, there is a lot of room for growth, right? Right. Right. Developers, creators, there, there's, a, there's a lot that can happen. I mean, Web3, everything that's going on right now in the metaverse is going to be huge. It's going to take maybe five to 10 years to get to a peak, but yeah. there's a lot of growth. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm a convert. <laughs> Absolutely. So where can our listeners and our viewers find you and your book? Sure. If they want to follow me on uh, social media, on Instagram, I'm Lucy Chow, C-H-O-W-D-X-B. And the book can be found on any platform uh, that you purchase your books from. Anything from Barnes & Noble, Amazon, any of the indie books, book sites also. Awesome. So it was so great having this conversation with you. Yeah, you too, Melissa. And I'm so happy that you shared the, your journey about your daughter. I love it. 
Well, she's a big part of the Web3 that I'm taking classes on right now. If it wasn't for her, it probably wouldn't have gone that route. Right, right. No, it's so another so another example of something we need to keep an open mind about. And again, looking to see where does our businesses, where can our businesses potentially fit in into the metaverse? And and yeah, is there a strategy there? I mean, there's so much there, and I'm I'm thankful for the business partner I have because I can take my publishing house and put it on his platform yeah, that's as awesome. a store within the city that's in the sandbox. Yeah, that, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, I look forward to it. You have to tell me once it's launched. Oh, I will. I will. I will let you know that way you can play with it as well. <laughs> Thank you so but much. It was so great talk, talking to you. Thank you. Yeah, you too. And for our viewers and our listeners, happy learning. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.